On the last episode of the Jetstreamer podcast for 2020, we're going to be discussing our next topic, which is editing. Let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, we ask that you please take your seats at this time. Go on modulation all four and team with a go. Welcome to the greatest show on earth. Helping you get the most out of your podcasting journey. Welcome to the Jetstreamer podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our final episode for 2020 of the Jetstreamer podcast. And boy, oh boy, you don't need me to tell you that it's been a pretty crazy year. I mean, firstly, we started this podcast. Was that was that the biggest thing for 2020? That was probably the biggest thing for 2020. Let's go with that anyway. And I'll tell you what, this is our last episode, so it's time to get a little bit of Christmas music going. Oh, yeah. How classy is that, right? Happy Christmas, everybody. This is a uh, this is being recorded at the beginning of December, but we'll be going out at the middle of December. And just want to say a very happy Christmas. Thanks, everybody, who supported the Jetstreamer podcast over 2020. And it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic 2021, or at least better than 2020. Anyway, we hope so. Now, let's kill that for the moment because it's time to get on with the show. And this week, we're going to be going into editing. So let's get started. All right, so you've recorded your podcast and now it comes the time to edit it. Now, it's likely that whatever software you use to record your podcast in the first place can be used to edit. So we've talked about Adobe Audition. We've talked about Audacity. We've talked about Reaper. We've talked about GarageBand. We've talked about all those DAWs and they all have the capability of editing a podcast. So I don't think you need to go out and spend a huge amount of money on something just to edit your podcast. The only time where you might need to buy something different is when you are recording on a portable recorder. That becomes a bit tricky to edit your podcast there. Now, one thing to know about editing, and that is to make sure that you know whether you're doing destructive or non-destructive editing. What is destructive editing? Well, destructive editing is think of how they used to do editing back in the old days, which is where they used to get a big reel of actual magnetic tape like you would get in a big tape player and a big cassette, and they would get a razor blade and they would physically cut it up and then stick it back together with sticky tape. And that's how they would do their edits. Now, that means, of course, that you are working on the actual original recording. So if you stuff it up, then that recording is lost. Now, the same goes for destructive editing when you're in your computer. And this is something that Audacity uses. So if you're an Audacity user, just be aware of this. When you are recording and when you're editing your recording, you're working on the original file. So you're cutting up that original file. And as soon as you hit save, those file changes are committed to the file. And it means that it makes it very, very hard to go back. It does, however, make it really, really quick to make any changes. Now, non-destructive editing is what a lot of other recording programs use. So Pro Tools uses non-destructive editing. Reaper uses non-destructive editing. Those programs basically write a list of instructions. They take all your audio files and they say, okay, I'm going to play this one 
from this time to this time here at this volume. And then I'm going to jump to this one at this time. And then I'm going to jump to this one. And basically, it means that all those original files are all still intact. The computer just follows the instructions about which file to play at what point. Now, that is good because that means all your files are still intact. But also what it does mean is that if you delete one of those files, suddenly the computer looks down its list of files and goes, oh, I'm meant to be playing this file right now, but I can't find it. And then it has a bit of a freak out. So just be aware of what type of editing you are doing, whether it is destructive editing or non-destructive editing. So Audacity does destructive editing. And if you are a user of something like Pro Tools or Adobe Audition, a couple of those programs can even do both ways. So just remember which one you're doing because you need to know what you're actually making changes to, whether you're making changes to that list of instructions or whether you're making changes to the actual file. The next tip that you need to know is preparation. As soon as you record those files from your beautiful podcast and you go, yes, these are perfect, backup, backup, backup. My old audio engineering teacher used to say that a file does not exist unless it exists in three places. So make sure that at least you get it off your computer or off your uh, recorder and into a file, even uploaded to the cloud so that you know those original files are safe and that you can always go back to them if something goes horribly, horribly wrong and you make a big mistake and delete everything or you get a blue screen of death, you know that you can always go back to those files. Get them labeled, get them filled out nicely. It saves you a lot of time later on down the track when you have to go through all those files to find out what bits you want. Now that we've got that and now that we know all those things, let's actually get down to the nitty gritty of editing. This is the Jetstreamer podcast. So it's now time to think about how we're going to process those files. Now, workflows or the way that you move those files through the process of editing them, it varies by style of podcast. It varies by the preferences of the person that's doing the editing. It kind of varies by what works with the particular software that you're using. But remember, one of the things that will save the most time in the edit is preparation before you record. As I keep saying, make sure you get those files as good as they can possibly get before you even start editing by getting them right when you're recording. Now, for a narrative podcast, you'll likely have a script already. You'll likely have gone through and you'll have listened to all of your interviews to decide which bits you'd like to use and which bits you'd like to cut. You'll then go on to record the voiceover and then slot that in between the bits of interviews and the other audio. But for a classic interview style podcast, the first thing you're going to do in the edit is likely go through and mark out which slabs you'd like to keep and which slabs you'd like to cut. So working in big chunks, first of all. Now, many DAWs have a marker tool for this. So work out what that marker tool is. And then you can go through and you can label pretty much everything to work out what happens when for what you would like to keep and what you would like to cut. Now, as you get more experienced, you'll start to identify which bits can be left out and just cut them out straight away on the first go. But in the beginning, you might want to be listening to the whole thing the whole way through to really get an understanding of what was talked about when and what you'd like to keep in the final podcast. 
So we're going to take out those big slabs. We're going to go chop, chop, chop and take out the big slabs that we'd like to keep in and take out the stuff where we were talking about the weather or talking about something that wasn't really interesting. And we've got the bare bones of what our show is going to look like. Once that's all done, everything's pretty much where you want it. It's now time to go back through and it's time to edit on a little bit more of a micro level. What we're looking for there is incorrect words. What we're looking for there is dodgy phrases, repetition, the nitty gritty stuff. So it's all the stuff that you don't want to be doing necessarily to the whole thing. That's why we cut out those big slabs first. It does take a little bit of time, but it makes for a lot snappier of a show. Do your big cuts first, come back and do the small stuff once you've decided what you're keeping and what you're not. Finally, after all that stuff, it's time to pop in all your pre-recorded bits, all your imaging, all your voiceovers. And after one final listen and a cleanup, you are done. That's it. Once you start editing and once you start getting a feel for what different words on a waveform look like, you can start to get a lot, lot quicker with this process. You can now mix your final file. You can now release it straight away. It's pretty much up to you and what sort of time scale you're working on, how how deep you would like to get into it. But that's the basics of editing a podcast. Coming up after this, we're going to talk about what you should cut and what you shouldn't. And also a couple of my pet peeves in podcast editing. So this is the big question about podcast editing, and it's something that only really you can answer. And it is, what should I leave in and what should I cut? Now, this will depend on your show style, but in general, for me, I kind of like to err on the side of shorter and snappier. That's probably my radio experience talking where everything was really, really quick podcasting is a little bit slower and a little bit laid back. So you can leave a little bit more in, but personally, I don't like to keep my listeners waiting around for the interesting stuff in the show to happen. So I kind of like to chop, 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 to be honest. Now, part of knowing what to cut and what to leave in will be remembering why your guest is on the podcast or why you're on the podcast or what you're even meant to be talking about. And only keeping the bits that kind of pertain to that central mission of what your podcast is about. Why is this person listening to my podcast? And are there bits that don't help me achieve that goal? Now, of course, if anybody says anything that's particularly entertaining or particularly funny, then that rule kind of goes out the window. But I think it's a good guide to keep in mind, maybe even write on a post-it note and stick it to the screen, because if it's not contributing to the central part of the show and why people are listening to you in the first place... I kind of like to get rid of it. In terms of mistakes, I actually do like to keep some in because I think it sounds natural. And remember, we are all humans here. So why don't we keep some mistakes in and make the show flow a little bit better? You know, especially if it's in the middle of a sentence and it gets really hard to cut around it, then why not just leave it in? If, of course, there is a really big mistake, I like to take them out. But I do like to leave them in if removing it sounds weird, if it kills the flow, or if it leaves a bit of a dodgy cut in the middle of a sentence. That's one of the that's one of the times where I will like to leave in a mistake. One term that you might hear podcast editors talking about is this term called debreathing. And it is exactly what it sounds like. It is going through listening to your podcast, and every time a person breathes, it is removing all those breaths. Big debate on whether or not you should. Some people say, yes, I like to deep breath. Some people say, no. I am kind of of the opinion that I don't 
de-breath my podcasts. I do de-breath my voiceovers because I think voiceovers kind of have that not natural sound that people are used to. But to be honest, you can't de-breath a live radio show. People are kind of used to hearing people breathing. If they're really intrusive, I will turn them down, but I won't get rid of them entirely. So that's my guide for what to leave in and what to take out. But we should take a little bit of time to talk about some of my pet peeves in podcast editing in a segment I like to call Chris's Pet Peeves. Thank you. So things that annoy me in podcast editing. First of all, this one leads in nicely from the previous point about de-breathing. One of the things that really annoys me is when people will take out the gaps where the breath was. People don't talk like that. People have natural gaps in what they're saying and all of your podcast does not need to be talking. A breath is natural. We've learned how to listen to people while they're breathing. And it's actually good because it gives your listener some time to think and some time to process what you've just said. So please don't take the breaths out. If you must de-breath, go through, get rid of the breath, but actually keep the gap where the breath was. It means you don't sound like Darth Vader, but also at the same time, it gives your audience that time to process. You can even shorten that gap a little bit but leave the gap there. That is pet peeve number one. Pet peeve number two in podcast editing is this. And welcome back to Slapshot, the show about ice hockey movies. And reviewing our first ice hockey movie, D3, The Mighty Ducks, is our next guest, Steve. How are you, Steve? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm really good. Thanks, Chris. And what have you been up to today, Steve? Today I just went to the supermarket to go get some cat food. I've got three cats. Um, the first cat is called Mr. Sniffles. That's because he sniffles. Okay, for the love of everything, please do not do that. I actually quite literally enjoyed listening to that podcast about ice hockey movies, but we didn't get to any of the interesting stuff because you two were sitting there talking about how your day was. Don't do that. If you've got small talk, talk about it before you start recording. But once those mics come on, make sure you're talking about something that's relevant that the listeners will actually be interested in. Next thing that annoys me. Hello and welcome to Poor Counting. This is the show where we get your dog financially savvy. Hi, everyone. I'm Chris, and I'm the host of the Poor Counting podcast, where we get your dog financially savvy. Coming up today, we've got an interview with one of our leading dog financial experts, Dr. Cash Barker. So I'm here with Dr. Cash Barker for our podcast, Poor Counting, where we get your dog financially savvy. Okay, did you hear what happened there? I introduced the show three times. And I introduced our guest twice. I already know what your show's called. You've just said it. I already know who we're talking to. You've just said it. So you don't need to go into the interview and leave all that stuff in about who you're talking to and then also go into small talk after that. Instead, what's better to do is actually start the recording of the interview with the person's first response. And then what you can do is talk about your first question in the lead into that segment and then just play it straight away with them talking. And it actually sounds a lot smoother and a lot snappier. So those are my three pet peeves about podcasting. Hey, have you got one as well? 
let me know on Facebook. Jetstreamer is what you need to search for. And there's also at Jetstreamer on Instagram if you want to let me know about your podcasting, editing, pet peeves. So let's put a fork in another episode of the Jetstreamer podcast. And of course, putting a fork in 2020 for the Jetstreamer podcast as well. We're going to be back in January with even more podcasting tips and podcasting tidbits for season two. Please make sure you're listening to us then. Hey, thanks for all your support across the second half of 2020. It's been a fantastic ride so far. We're hoping for an even better one in 2021. Thanks for keeping us company here on the Jetstreamer podcast. We'll see you then. If you liked the Jetstreamer podcast, then leave a review on iTunes and remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For more from Jetstreamer, follow us on Facebook and Instagram or head to jetstreamer.com.au.